0: everyone, it's Brittany and welcome to One Hot Mess. Today we're going to be talking about why you should never lower your standards when dating. Being picky, it's often viewed as a personal flaw. You know, the kid who won't eat vegetables should expand their palate. People might say Or the student applying to only top-tier universities should add in a few safe schools. Being too picky, it can limit your options. And the same might be said about dating. So, data from Pew Research Center shows that more adults in the U.S. are staying single And marriage rates are on the decline. Yeah. And there is a theory to explain why. And that theory is women are raising their relationship standards. So according to Psychology Today, More women between the ages of 25 and 45 are looking for partners, specifically men, who bring certain skills and qualities to a relationship. And when a love interest falls short, they reject them and move on, creating a larger pool of single, lonely people. And while some may be quick to blame Overly picky daters, the truth is that having high standards and being selective about who you pair up with is a good thing, even if it sometimes means staying single for longer. But here's why you should never lower your standards when dating. First of all, standards teach you how to treat people. Have you ever heard the saying, You have to love yourself before you can love anyone else, or you have to love yourself before anyone else can. While you are lovable, no matter what kind of relationship you have with yourself, there's still some truth to this common phrase, particularly when it comes to standards. When you set high standards in dating, you demonstrate to others that you expect to be treated well. Meanwhile, lowering your standards communicates weak boundaries. The people you date may realize that they can get away with behaviors that you originally wouldn't tolerate, such as lying or canceling dates last minute, because they've seen you accept less. However, One reason why you might be tempted to lower your standards is that deep down you don't believe you deserve to be treated better. The reason that the dating bar is low is because people's self-esteem is low and they will allow themselves to accept something less than a date because they don't think they are worth it. So, standards are a reflection of our needs, like love languages and support styles. There are certain qualities and conditions that people need to feel safe and loved, and while some can vary depending on the person, others are universal. In relationships, everyone has the same basic emotional needs to ensure not only the survival of the relationship, but their survival as an individual. Without good enough relationships, humans run the risk of isolation and that poses a real threat to an individual's ability to make it through the day. It is challenging to focus on thriving if someone feels emotionally unseen, unheard, or unimportant in primary relationships. If you lower your standards, there's a good chance you are dismissing your core needs in the process. For example, by dating someone who routinely tells white lies you're neglecting trust, a common emotional need. And while you might brush off your partner's dishonesty at first, you'll likely grow resentful over time, and your relationship will eventually crumble. And by keeping your standards high from the start, you honor your personal needs and refuse to settle for those who cannot meet them. So if you've been dating around for a while, but you keep striking out, well, in response, your friends encourage you to lower your standards to stretch your options. This popular advice may be well-intentioned, but it's essentially code for try to make Yourself compatible with people you aren't really compatible with. Defined simply, compatibility is when you share the same mindset, when you connect with the other person on a deeply intimate level. It means that how you approach life and the values and qualities that you cherish are shared. Compatibility is built into the standards you choose for yourself and your love life. So high standards help you eliminate romantic matches who don't share your values and goals. And that's a good thing because not everyone will be right for you. And you will not be right for everyone either. Even if your search for the one has been a struggle, that doesn't mean it's time to lower the bar and force compatibility with someone who doesn't compliment you in your life. When you're chatting on a dating app or going on a first date with someone new, standards help you decide who is worth your time and who should be ditched ASAP. If your standards are high, you might quickly pick over your options, possibly finding that there aren't many people to choose from. If your standards are low, however, you offer a metaphorical admission ticket to more people who you can spend more time going on dates with and getting to know better. And this may seem like the perfect justification for lowering your standards. Who doesn't want options, right? Unfortunately, many of the people who will pass the low standards test are probably people you'll never actually have a serious relationship with, especially if you are not clear about what you wanted from the jump. So it is crucial to discuss relationship goals with prospects early on. Otherwise, people settle, and they settle for people who don't give them what they want long term. And then we burn lots of time and lots of love energy on the wrong people. If your standards are low, and your intentions are vague, you may see signs that you're stuck in a situationship or a string of casual relationships. If that's what you're looking for, great. But if not, make sure to keep your standards high. High standards may make it easier to find high-quality matches, but what if no one seems to embody your criteria? You may be expecting too much. There's a difference between having high standards and having unrealistic expectations. A common misconception when dating is that if we choose the perfect partner then we are in for an easy ride and there will never be any problems. Standards must allow space for mistakes and imperfections. So long as they aren't among your biggest deal breakers in relationships. And your standards should respect your partner's individuality. You can't expect someone to always agree with you, Or do what you ask. That can quickly lead to a toxic, controlling relationship. And finally, don't make... No, don't mistake standards for a long checklist of must-haves. Wanting a partner to fit into a certain tax bracket, dress a specific way, like every song on your playlist, and have the height of a basketball player. May be unrealistic. Plus, these superficial qualities contribute pretty much nothing to a healthy relationship. Keep your standards focused on your needs, values, and boundaries, and just never lower them for anyone. Okay. So, switching it up just a little bit, guys, a little bit random, kind of, sort of, but we're going to go over real quick just some of the features that attract people the most. I mean, you would be surprised what the world of science has figured out when it comes to romance. One minute. Science is launching Neil Armstrong across the void to walk on the moon or whatever. The next is telling you exactly how to land your fantasy date. And contrary to popular belief, love and attraction is less like a romance novel and a whole lot more like a psychology journal. So here's what science says is working behind the scenes when cupid's arrow strikes your lips ladies forget about flaunting your curves for a minute results from a study at manchester university found that lips are a woman's most attractive physical attribute so when you think about how much ladies like Angelina Jolie and Scarlett Johansson are lusted after. It's tough to argue against it. And for extra credit, pink and red lipstick were found to hold a man's attention even longer. When in doubt, go red. It's a classic and it just works. And then, strong eye contact. So, forget that saying about the eyes being the window to the soul, because they are also the door to keeping a lover's attention. Turns out, your pupils dilate a little more when you are attracted to someone. The kicker? People... Are apparently super attracted to dilated pupils. So never miss an opportunity to fixate your eyes at your intended bay, okay? And of course, there's the pearly whites. Research suggests that straight white teeth are more attractive and it's safe to assume that most people don't prefer yellow rotting teeth, of course. Um, I mean, you know, shouldn't even have to say this, but brush, floss, visit your dentist regularly and you'd be surprised how many people do not maintain dental hygiene. It's one of those subconscious signals of health and fertility that... Evolution so craftedly tucked into our DNA to help us survive. Thanks, evolution. Now pay for our pay for our Invisalign, right? <laughs> okay. Smiling like an emoji. No, when. I say smiling like an emoji. We're talking about the happy face kind, not the inappropriate but well-timed eggplant. But one one study suggests that men are significantly more attracted to women who smile. It's not like you'll be reeling them in with a grimace and a higher pitched voice. High-pitched voices are apparently sexier, researchers suggest it's because higher voices suggest a smaller body size, which our society, society deems more attractive. And while we're on the topic, keep in mind that cigarettes won't help your calls as they have a tendency to deepen your voice and yellow your teeth and, you know, cause cancer. And to make things more confusing, even though men appear to be attracted to smaller body types and like, you know, I don't know. Anyway. Researchers found that men preferred larger hips to waist ratios than smaller ones. I mean, call me crazy, but we've chosen to conclude that this means all body types are beautiful and attractive. Now, This study of color stereotypes included two photos of the exact same woman, okay? She wore blue in one picture and red in the other, posing the same way in both. And according to the results, the photo of the woman in red was rated as more attractive and sexually desirable. And the men of the study indicated that they would be more willing to date Scarlet clad woman, and even spend more money on her. So, blue never stood a chance. Also, there's the body language of attraction. If you're sitting at a bar, turn a little towards a guy you're interested in, you know, leaning in, tilting your head. Pointing your feet toward a person all subconsciously communicate interest and engagement. Blushing signals attraction and is the body's way of gaining the attention of the opposite sex. So if you're going out and planning to mingle, don't forget to put on a little blush before you go out. Now, what might be the most important feature, according to researchers, is something we can do very little about. And that is facial symmetry. This is when the left side of your face looks exactly like the right side of your face and vice versa, with things matching up perfectly from one side to another. I mean, most celebrities and models have strong symmetrical faces. You can't really change your facial your facial symmetry unless you go under the knife and definitely don't suggest trying it. If you happen to be blessed with facial symmetry, think your jeans for the leg up. But if you don't, believe me, there are far more important things you can do to attract someone. Because confidence is key. Attraction isn't all about appearances. So don't go thinking. It's all about winning the genetic lottery. There are many things about your character that make you attractive. Confidence for one can vastly increase your sex appeal. Confident people are more apt to send off signals of interest. Send more signals out and you'll get more signals back in return. Just don't make it desperate. Even if you're not the hottest person in the room, having the mindset that you're happy with who you are can help make a better impression than a model with low self-esteem. And there are many other non-physical traits that are incredibly attractive. Like self-awareness. So, yes. Um, knowing one's internal states. Preferences, resources, and intuitions, although it can also cover a broad range of things, including your needs, desires, your habits, your likes, your dislikes, preferences, non negotiables, and what makes you angry or defensive, and what makes you happy. Basically, it encompasses all the things that help you answer the universal question of who am I? So being more self-aware can greatly improve self-confidence since self-awareness enables us to clearly see our strengths and weaknesses, which allows us to devote more time and energy to doing what we're good at. This, in turn, increases our overall sense of confidence. Then authenticity, of course. When a person is authentic, they're not afraid to be themselves. You can recognize authenticity both in yourself and others by traits such as having realistic perceptions of reality, being accepting of themselves and of other people, being thoughtful, having a non-hostile sense of humor, being able to express their emotions freely and clearly, being open to learning from their mistakes and understanding their motivations. So authenticity, self-awareness, and confidence are all closely linked And the combination gives people the self-confidence to be open about who they are and comfortable with who they're not. There are no pretenses with people like this. And when people are able to be genuine, it helps them build deeper, more meaningful connections with others. And you know, there's just something about a person's ability to be unfiltered and raw that creates connection. And when we feel more connected to someone, the attraction level rises. So go ahead and let your craziness, your cur- everything just let it show. Okay. They're endearing for those who know and love you and your authenticity will be attractive to those who don't know you yet. And being vulnerable entails allowing yourself to be seen in a way that makes you uncomfortable. Weaknesses, flaws, insecurities and all. When you are being vulnerable, you choose not to hide Who you really are, the good and the bad, strong and weak, it's all out in the open. Being open, honest, and real, and allowing yourself to be vulnerable, it takes guts. And even though vulnerability, it can feel incredibly risky, it can also be deeply rewarding. So. You know, embracing our vulnerabilities is risky, but not nearly as dangerous as giving up on love and belonging and joy, the experiences that make us the most vulnerable. And courage. Well, courage, which is all about guts is also an attractive personality trait bravery such as the willingness to take calculated risks that is to say risks that aren't reckless so please don't try to hold on to the back of a moving vehicle while riding your bike you know but it has the ability to stand up For yourself and others and a willingness to do things that are intimidating, it conveys emotional resilience and strength. An openness to experience in another is another hallmark of attraction. Marked by creativity, intellect, imagination, and curiosity. Open individuals enjoy learning new things. They are inquisitive about the world around them and are interested in new experiences. Now this doesn't mean you have to take up skydiving or go out and party every weekend. The question is more about how curious you are about the world around you. For example, different cultures, new places, new activities, or different restaurants, and your willingness to try them. And empathy, one big benefit of openness to experience, as well as curiosity, is that They make us more empathetic and help us to form bonds with others. Since making an effort to understand the lives of people who are different helps us to expand our worldview and become more accepting of those differences. And when we create deeper connections with the people we meet, our interest in their lives of others will likely lead to reciprocated interest they'll want to know more about you and the connection grows from there and be a giver the whole point of attracting someone is that you want to share your experiences with them it's no surprise therefore that being selfish is definitely not a turn on In fact, the exact opposite is true. Studies have shown that people are more attracted to those with a generous spirit. So get out there, open your heart, be a giver, volunteer to read to senior citizens, organize a food drive, donate money to charity. You'll be doing something good for those around you while also becoming more attractive in the process. It is a win win. And remember, romance does not have to mean or does not have to be the end game. So I know this section focused on attraction both physical and emotional in the context of emotional relationships but we can probably all agree that different traits are attractive to different people and that romance isn't the be all and end all of adult life So while studies have shown that men are attracted to specific physical traits like big hips or luscious lips or high-pitched voice, it certainly doesn't apply to all the guys out there. And while these fundamental unalterable unalterable traits quickly rolled out the men who prefer petite blondes. Well, sorry guys, honestly, I literally have COVID right now. And I totally just lost my whole train of thought. Sorry, I'm a little stuffy also. But, anyways, point is yeah, just while finding a romantic partner is definitely something many people want, in no way does it measure your worth or success. Women in particular are often fed the message that we need to change ourselves to become worthy of men's attention and affection. And that, if I may say so, is total bullshit. Instead, you can use these character traits to help you build a life that you love with or without a partner. You know, cultivating traits like self-awareness, vulnerability, authenticity, courage openness to experience and empathy can help you in all facets of love, life, both personal and professional. They can help you build a social network of friends you adore and create work that you might find meaningful. Travel to places that excite you and seek out experiences that help you grow. From that point, it's safe to say that relationships are likely to follow, and yet, even if they don't, what's most important is that you are able to be proud of who you are and the life you live. So here's to building a life that makes you happy and all the benefits that come from it. All right. So, there you go. A little info on why you should never lower your standards when dating. And also, just some features that attract people the most or whatnot. Sorry if I got a little sidetracked there or a little off topic or a little confused. Um, Like I said, I have COVID. COVID. COVID can barely talk. I don't even know what I'm doing, guys. Anyways, I apologize. But thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And please make sure to hit that follow button, y'all. And I will talk to you guys later. Have a beautiful day, guys. Bye.